You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening. Vince Quinn here with you on 94 WIP. Been a while in the overnight. I, I feel like it's been a couple of months at this point since I've been here two to six and happy to be here, you know? It's it's a nice change of pace. Always happy to be in for Big Daddy Graham. Obviously, that's how I, I started around here, getting uh, any sort of airtime. So, good to see you again. Hope you're doing well. And uh, let's let's get into the Eagles, shall we? Because, obviously, like I was just talking with Rob Bellis a couple of minutes ago, if you were hanging in, was you see, like, all this fuss right now, the hot topic, if you will, is the linebackers, the defense, Jim Schwartz, what do you do with all of that? And I totally understand where everybody's coming from. But when I'm figuring out the big issues right now for what this team is and where they're at and what they can be, how do you not look at Zach Ertz and wonder what the hell is going on there? I mean, seriously, what is what is happening with Zach Ertz? What's happening? I, I have no clue. This guy was about as stable and reliable and consistent as you could possibly ask for. It was easy. It was automatic. You knew going into games that Zach Ertz was going to get you like nine catches for 85 yards and maybe a touchdown. I mean, he was gold. We're talking about a guy that year in and year out has been a Hall of Fame caliber kind of tight end. (laughs) I mean, how many years of quality play do you need to see from Zach Ertz to to know that he's got it, right? And going into the season, that's that's such of what makes this so fascinating is going into the year, you have the contract. And I'll tell you, and, and if you've heard me on here before, you know, like I was a big proponent of signing Zach Ertz in the offseason. I was, absolutely. To me, that was such an easy decision. You look at the tight end market, where it is, what those guys, like what a tight end is valued, the highest paid tight ends, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, what those guys are paid compared to the top wide receivers in the NFL, how generally interchangeable those positions are these days. And you go, yeah, I mean, if, if it's $15 million for one of the best tight ends in football and you know $22 million for a top wide receiver... I'll pay Zach Ertz $15 million. That is a steal. That position is underrated. That was the whole argument I had for you. Plus, Wentz loves him, the track record of success. I mean, you think about it, and in some degree, obviously they're not the same player, and we saw the this other guy play for a long time, but I envisioned Zach Ertz as basically Jason Witten. That's what I saw. It was a guy that Jason Witten's been playing for forever now and he's a big bodied guy now he's not the greatest athlete ever Jason Witten he's a little bulky he's a little slow but he uses his body well he gets open he's a reliable consistent target in the middle of the field could Zach Ertz as he gets older just be Jason Witten 
I don't see why not, right? That's that's what I said a month ago. <laughs> why not? You know? And and now you look at where Zach Ertz is, and it's nothing but questions. Zach Ertz in 2018, okay, 116 catches, a record for the position, 116 for 1,163 yards and eight touchdowns. That is an incredible stat line for a tight end. Incredible. That is heart of the team kind of stuff, and we knew that. Next year, 88 catches, 916 yards, six touchdowns. Really good. At this point, five games into the season, 20 catches, 145 yards and one touchdown. That's it. What are we doing here? You know, it, it's crazy to me that this is the level of production that you're getting from Zach Ertz at this point. He's 30. He's, he's not over the hill. He shouldn't be. But he's not doing anything. And and it's multiple layers of this. Because you could say the offense is bad. And you're right. It's been bad, right? It's been a terrible offense for most of the year. It's been very disappointing. But for Ertz, how much is he really even getting targeted? You know, he's, okay, right now, 35 targets on the year. So he's averaging seven targets a game. It's not great. He's not setting the world on fire. And when you consider all the guys that are hurt around him, that's what worries me, right? I mean, who is left? Like, the star, the apple of everybody's eye. We're getting tattoos. We're buying jerseys. We're naming our kids Fulgham. You know, it's like... Okay, I, I, I'm I, as excited as, about Travis Fulgham as the next guy, right? I think he's fun. The, the way that he was going up and getting after the ball is really encouraging, right? That's not just the fluke play, that big touchdown, the Hank Basketness, if you will. That's a, that's a fun vault reference for you. But you look and you go, okay, this guy can play. You know, you can't make enough plays like that in a game of professional football and be that bad. You know, he's got to belong on an NFL roster. But when one game of Travis Fulgham is the most exciting thing you have out of your receivers, that's not good. You're not anywhere. You're not doing anything right. And so you look around, okay, Greg Ward, John Hightower, I mean, Richard Rodgers, these are the guys that are are taking targets away, targets from Zach Ertz. He's not even getting the ball thrown to him enough. And when he is, he's getting bumped on routes. He can't recover. Or he stopped a little bit on that one interception. Like, there's things that you look at and you just go, he's not right. And for something that's been so stable and so consistent over the years, so obviously reliable, I mean, honestly, I can't think of a bigger disappointment this year than Zach Ertz. That is the biggest disappointment with this team. What else is it? Vince, the linebackers are terrible. Okay, were they going to be a great unit? Did we have high, like really high expectations of Nate Gary? Maybe he makes the Pro Bowl if six guys opt out. No, we we didn't think about that. T.J. Edwards, like we, we weren't talking about those guys. Not really. That's not how the defense is built. I know Jim Schwartz. He, he even said it. Like people are saying, "Hey, well, resources and, t- and linebackers, you're not spending them." He's got to make up some answer because he knows it's true. He doesn't care about linebackers in the system. So that's not a. Ama- it's bad. But it's not a massive disappointment. It's not shocking, right? Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey getting hurt. Is that surprising? Is that shocking? 
Wentz, as much as you might love Wentz, and I'm a huge Wentz guy, for him to have terrible games and a bad start to the year, is it that shocking? And now that he's played a couple of decent games, is he the biggest disappointment the team's had this year? No. Like, I, I can't say that. So the thing that stuck out to me the most, the biggest sore thumb here, the, the biggest reason on the field with this roster that I can point to and say, man, what an underachieving part of this team. It's Zach Ertz. Because that guy has supposed to be, he's supposed to be that reliable, consistent option in the middle of the field. And he hasn't been. We've seen some ugly drops. We've seen Wentz just totally miss him on certain plays. It, it just hasn't been there. And I'm just so disappointed on where this is with Ertz. And, and you get to a point now where get the contract and throw it out the window, right? Re-signing Zach Ertz, that seems, there's no way he's getting a max deal. You know what I mean? Well, not max, but you know what I mean. He's not getting a top-of-the-line deal. But now it even gets to the question, if he's going to play like this, through the whole season, and the contract affects him this much, can he even be on the roster next year? I mean, do you try to... Uh, you, you probably can't trade him right now. That might be what you want to do, right? Oh, well, he's always been falling over anyway. He's not tough. Now he's whining about the contract. Toughen up, Ertz. I, I know there's people out there like that. Fine. I mean, fine. But you're trading at low value. Based on what he's been and what he is right now, you can't trade Zach Ertz right now. It's a mistake. So you got to hope this guy comes around and he can give you some level of production now, and then maybe he becomes a trade piece or is his deal up at the end of the year? I don't think it's up, right? He's got one more year. Yeah, so you can't even talk about compensatory picks yet. You just got to hope you get to the offseason and he's worth something because right now he's useless. I mean, he is not doing anything for this team. And with all the guys that are out, with the expectation of him to perform, I, I'm just as disappointed as can be. I mean, really, this is the biggest letdown for the entire team and where they're at right now. It's Ertz. Offensive league, right? Third best tight end in football. Not anymore, not even close. And it all happened in five weeks. What happened? You know, what, what do you think happened? Is it really the contract? Is, is that it? It's just gotten in his head so much that he can't focus, that he can't get this done right? Is it Wentz? has been such a mess, and now he's developing something with Fulgham, and, and he's had something clearly with Greg Ward, and that's, he's just directing his attention elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to figure all this out. Two, uh, 215-592-9494, that's how you join the show, and Mike Angelina's producing the show. Like Mike, what do, you, what do you think of all this with Zach Ertz? Yeah, I've seen a little bit of different stuff for each game with him. Like, um, like It was pretty easy to point to the Rams game and find... Business decisions, you know, not really taking on blocks. Um, it just, yeah, I guess business decisions is the best way to put it. But then, like, last week, felt like he was playing for penalties, like playing to get hit. And I don't know, like, that's, I don't know what that is. Like, that's both. You might as well not even be on the field if that's what you're doing. Yeah, like, it, like, it, didn't, it felt like he was trying to draw contact in some cases. Which is not his deal. You know what I mean? Like, no. if he's got to fight through stuff because he's in the middle of the field a lot, and if, if you happen to get a holding call or whatever, fine. But, like, he's got to be that easy, move the chains, give me seven yards here, ten yards here, uh, the occasional play up the seam where he gets a big catch. Like, that's what he's supposed to do, red zone stuff. He's not doing any of that. I mean, how many times – I know he got thrown at, I want to say, in, like, the first week of the season, maybe the second week he got a ball thrown to him in the red zone, but 
and, and he's got mm-hmm. one touchdown from the, the beginning of the year. But that's, I mean, that's it. Like he's just been a non-factor. Yeah, he. Um, I, I always kind of viewed him as like a steady guy, like a guy you can count on. Doesn't really fluctuate emotionally. But when he, like in the beginning of the season, when he first like put the contract thing out there, he said, "You know, people know me. I'm an emotional guy." And it's kind of like that's not even like that's not you. Like you're usually the steady guy. So, like, it's almost like he's taking on a different personality. Yeah, it is weird. I mean, I wonder if he's just got such a connection to the organization and he just had such a belief. Because look at all these guys that have been taken care of. I mean, Jason Peters is still getting deals and extra money at 38, 39 years old. Didn't that happen, like, five hours later after, like, Hurts <laughs> announced it? It was, like, the same day, I think. It probably did. I, I Look that up, actually. Find out the timing of all of that, because I'm really curious now that you say it. But you, you get Jason Peters sticking around for as long as he has. Look at Brandon Graham, and they keep bringing him back and bringing him back. And Brandon Graham's been good, don't get me wrong, but he got like a two-year deal, I want to say two years ago. You know, 31 years old. They gave him decent money to stick around for a couple of seasons. Like, Ertz probably just assumed, based on how the Eagles have done business, all of this time, that he would get rewarded. And so, if he's fallen off the cliff because of the contract, then, I mean, you got to ask questions about where he's at anyway, right? Like, the kind of player he is going forward anyway. So, he doesn't help his own case. The Eagles are floundering. Like, the whole thing's up in the air. It's just terrible. Yeah, both both things did actually happen September 10th. Um, (laughs) I don't remember, like, hour by hour what what happened first, but both the Peters extension and Zach Ertz going public with this same day. Wow. That's a stab in the heart, man, if you're Ertz. It is. So I, I get why he's been out of shape. But, man, if you want to earn the deal, you got to play to earn it. And and Wentz isn't even going to him enough. Like, 35 targets through five weeks for Zach Ertz, and you include an extra quarter of football because you have the overtime game against Cincinnati, that's a lot of opportunities. And with all the guys that are injured, you should have at least, like, 50. I mean, throw to Zach Ertz 10 times a game. Right? We've seen that. What's the record for Ertz in a game? Didn't he have like 15 catches in a game before? I mean, he's done ridiculous things. Wentz has gone to him that many times previously because he was the most reliable option. He was getting open in the middle of the field. They had this rapport, and and now all of that's gone. And it's just so strange to see all of this fall off the map. And for Ertz, with so many people wanting him out the door anyway, before the season when he still had the reputation of being one of the best tight ends in football, I can't imagine what this does for him now. I mean, he's probably gone after the season. Because if the contract is affecting him right now, you can't keep him like this, and you certainly can't give him a big deal. And who knows if he's going to take a smaller value deal to stay here and watch Goddard get whatever he gets. Yeah, Zach Ertz, uh, 2014, caught 15 Mark Sanchez passes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dream. That's it, that's one of those things. Like ten years from now, when Zach Ertz is is giving speeches at like school assemblies, they'll be like, and he once caught fifteen passes from Mark Sanchez. Everybody, give it up for Zach Ertz. They lost anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds great. I mean, that's the Mark Sanchez experience. You get some exciting moments, but it never gets you anywhere. So anyway, if you want to get in about Zach Ertz. I'd love to talk to you about it. 215-592-9494. That's how you get in. 215-592-9494. I'm Vince Quinn. I know it might have been a little while this late in the evening that I've been here, but yes, I'm back. You can hop in on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn, and that's all one word. It's Vince Quinn. So here's what I want to do next is started here talking about Ertz. Obviously, that's what we've been doing the last 15, 20 minutes. But 
Alshon and Deshaun have an opportunity to be back this week, and what does that do? What's that going to do for the Eagles? Is you know who do you cut? You know what I mean? There's a lot of complicated things that go into that. How much time do they play? I want to get into that on the other side. So keep it right here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 